Salutations, friend, and welcome to The Profit Scale. This is the podcast for service-based coaches, consultants, and creatives looking to stop living paycheck to paycheck, pay themselves more, and scale their business beyond the six-figure plateau, all without the overwhelm of 60-plus hour work weeks. I'm your host and income strategist, RJ Connell. And if you're looking to collect more coins, stop dropping coins, or grow your business sustainably, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Turn up the volume and lean in because we're about to get started. Salutations, friend, RJ Connell here, and I'm so excited about today's conversation. Today, we're talking about how to turn around a business that's revenue rich, but profit poor. In last week's conversation, we talked all about the three misbeliefs around profit, and that episode set the groundwork for what we're going to discuss today. So if you happen to miss last week's episode, hit pause on this episode and listen to last week's episode first, because we're going to pick up right where we left off from last week. That episode is titled, Three Misbeliefs About Profit. Once you're done that, come back to this one and let's continue. Before we jump into today's conversation, let's do a brief recap of what we talked about last week. Last week, we discussed three misbeliefs that entrepreneurs have about profit. Misbelief number one was the words revenue and profit are interchangeable. Revenue is different and distinct from profit in that revenue refers to all the income your business earns, while profit is the income left over after your business has paid for all of its expenses. They are two very different numbers. They're not the same and they're not interchangeable. Misbelief number two was that if you're paying yourself, you're running a profitable business. While it's amazing that you're able to pay yourself a salary or dividends, that's actually not an indicator that your business is earning a profit. And finally, misbelief number three, as long as you're making sales, you're running a profitable business. As you probably realize by now, sales do not always equal profit. You might earn and spend $10,000 all in the same month, and that's what I refer to as a revenue-rich and profit-poor business. To get a better understanding of those three beliefs and what they mean for your business, listen to the full episode from last week. Again, it's called Three Misbeliefs About Profit. Now let's talk about the concept of revenue-rich and profit-poor. Running a business that's revenue rich means that you have either a high volume of sales in your business, you have a consistent flow of sales, or maybe you have a low number of sales but at a high price point, or a combination of all three of these things. Essentially, making money isn't really a problem for you. Whether you launch a program or accept new clients, you have a pretty large pool of people who want to work with you and there's always a demand for your service. Now, the other half of that term, profit poor, means that you spend almost, if not as much money as you make, even if you're making over six figures in your business. You see, what happens really often is that you see a lot of sales coming into your account and the money is piling up so much so that you get a little lax with your spending. You're not clutching your wallet as tightly as you once did because, well, there's money in the bank now, right? And that leads to you booking your fourth conference, all expenses paid by the business. After all, it is professional development, right? And you're technically going to be networking while you're there. So, and as more sales come through, you may realize, well, now I can afford to hire a virtual assistant and I should probably hire a lawyer to write up a contract for me. And I need an accountant to make sure that I'm saving for my taxes properly. And I can finally afford to have someone else manage my website for me. And the list goes on and on and on. 
And before you know it, you're spending just as much money as you're earning. And here's the thing, you're probably not even spending your money recklessly. These are legitimate purchases to help you run and grow your business. Often, these purchases even help you show up and serve your clients better. So then what's really the problem here, right? Well, friend, I know you have a huge vision for your business. You want your business to expand beyond your local city or country and reach and serve people on an international level. You want to be able to hire a team to support that growth so that you can hand off the things you don't want to do and only have to show up in your zone of genius doing the thing you love. You're building this business to help you create wealth and legacy for yourself and your family. You don't just want a paycheck, you want to leave a legacy behind. And that, my friend, is why profit is so important. Profit is what allows your business to grow and not just maintain itself. It's the difference between a business that is thriving versus one that's surviving. Having money left over after you've paid yourself and paid for all your business expenses is what allows you to plan and fund the future of your business without going into debt. Expanding your business is expensive, even if you're running a digital business. You need capital to hire more people and you cannot scale your business without hiring. Whether you decide to hire a contractor or part-time or full-time, that decision is always yours, but you cannot run a multi-million dollar business as a one woman or one man show. Both of my parents are from Ghana and so they're always sharing these bouts of wisdom that sometimes make sense and that sometimes don't. (laughs) This particular one does make sense and this is how it goes. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thankfully, this happens to be one of the ones that actually makes sense, and it applies perfectly to growing a business. The bigger your vision is and the further you want to go, the more help you're going to need along the way. Hiring the virtual assistant and the lawyer and the accountant and attending the business conferences and making investments into your business isn't a bad thing at all. In fact, your mindset is in the right place. You're already thinking about the future and that means you're on track towards manifesting that vision. However, not all at the same time, friend. As amazing and necessary as these things are, you're gonna have to prioritize them. There has to be a portion of your revenue that is consistently available solely for the purpose of growing your business. That's what allowed me to hire my first virtual assistant and then my second and move a little closer to that vision. And it's what's going to help you do the same. If you're in a place right now where you're looking at your business numbers and realizing that you're spending just as much as you're making and that there's barely any profit in your business, if maybe none at all, friend, I got you. I'm going to share with you three strategies that help me grow my business to where it is now and that I still use to help me continue growing my business. All three of these strategies are things you can apply today and you don't need to hire anybody to help you with them. All you need to do is invest some time to get them done. If you're listening to this and you're currently driving or washing dishes or your hands are otherwise occupied, don't worry. You can click the link in the show notes to download the worksheet with all three strategies. Or you can head over to rjconnell.ca forward slash three and download the worksheet there. We created the worksheet so that it's not just a recap of the three points, but also so you can apply the strategies and fill out the worksheet as you listen. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes, download your worksheet and follow along. All right, strategy number one, predict and prioritize. As the CEO of your business, part of your role is to look ahead of where you are now and align your daily actions to help you move closer to where you want to be. 
That being said, part of that means predicting how your expenses will increase as your business grows. And that's what this strategy is all about. There are four steps to this process. And step number one is creating a list of expenses or resources you want to purchase for your business. Every year, I do four quarterly sabbaticals where I take time out of my business, I go away for a couple days, and I spend that time working on my business. In fact, I'm actually recording this episode while I'm at my Q1 sabbatical. One of the things that I do during these sabbaticals is that I write out a list of expenses or resources that I want to acquire for the business. Some of the things on my list last year were hiring an accountant, a virtual assistant, a web designer to revamp my website, and a lot more. There were a total of nine things on my list, and since writing it out, I've already acquired three of them, and the rest, they're still in progress. Your list might include hiring a small business lawyer, upgrading your email marketing software, increasing your budget for paid advertisements, hiring a virtual or executive assistant, hiring an associate to train them to offer the same service that you provide in your business so that you're no longer the only one capable of serving your clients, or purchasing or revamping the branding for your business, or participating in a high-level mastermind, or more. This list will be unique to you and your business, and as you create your list, you'll realize that not all of these expenses are equal, both in their dollar value and their impact on your business. Some will be more expensive and have a smaller impact on your bottom line, while others will be less expensive and have a larger impact on your bottom line. That's why you prioritize the list. You have to decide which items on your list you want to give financial priority and purchase first. But before we do that, let's take a look at step two. There's no right answer as you're going through this process. You know your business and your vision best, but this next step is going to help you prioritize your list. And so step two is to give each item a rating on a scale of one to five as to how it impacts your business. If you downloaded the worksheet and you have it in front of you, then you can see the chart in front of you with the instructions. So all you have to do is fill it in. When you're assigning a value for impact, you have to decide what that means to you. You might be in a place where growing your email list is your focus, or maybe you're focused on hiring more support, or maybe protecting your business from a legal perspective with contracts, copyrights, and trademarks. It all depends on you. Next is step three, which is to estimate the cost of each resource. You can get an idea and sometimes even fairly accurate numbers by simply doing a Google search to see where you can purchase or hire that resource and inquiring about the prices. It's always a good idea to take a look at multiple prices so that you can get a range of the cost and better yet, ask fellow entrepreneurs what they've spent for the same services. You might even be able to get a recommendation from a friend, which is always great. That way you can prepare for the cost in advance. You won't have any sticker shock when it's time to pay and you won't end up spending more than you need to. Total the estimated cost at the end so that you have a clear idea of what it's going to cost you to grow your business. Just knowing this number is going to help you be more conscious of how you spend money in your business. And finally, step four is to prioritize. Now is when you put them in order. Simply number the items on your list according to the impact score you gave them and the estimated cost. If you want to knock out the big cost first, go ahead and put them higher up on your list. You now have a pretty good idea of what it's going to cost you as you grow your business, and it's normal for you to add to this list as your business does grow. So exactly how does this help you create profit margins in your business today? 
Well, the primary purpose of this strategy is to prevent you from overspending, which eats up the profit margins in your business. So before we do any intervention, we're putting in a prevention strategy in place so that we can address the root of the problem. That brings us to strategy number two, track your expenses. There are very simple ways that you can track your business expenses online. And one of the easier ways to do that is to set up bookkeeping software. Bookkeeping software helps automatically track and categorize your spending so that at the end of the month, you can simply click a button, have it generate a report for you and easily understand where your money is going every month. Understanding where your money is currently going in your business will help you know if there are areas that you can cut back or maybe even eliminate expenses for now. If you find that your overhead costs are cutting into your margins, meaning that the cost of running your business is so high that there's barely any money left over, ask yourself if there are any expenses that you can eliminate now and add them to your prioritized expense list that you created using the first strategy. You may be able to temporarily eliminate an expense in part or in full for now until you're generating the revenue that can support that expense without compromising margins. For example, that could mean reducing instead of eliminating your marketing budget by $300 and adding an increase in your marketing budget as an item to your prioritized expense list. Or maybe you can eliminate the retainer services for your website and for now have your virtual assistant make the changes when necessary. The changes you make to your business are likely going to be temporary, but they will give you some breathing room to be strategic about which new resources to add and do so in a way that's going to allow your business to grow faster and without compromising profit margins. Two bookkeeping softwares that I recommend you look into are QuickBooks and FreshBooks. Both of them do an exceptional job tracking resources. They're very versatile and they're very affordable. You can find a link for both of them in the show notes for quick and easy access. And finally, strategy number three is to adjust your pricing. If your profit margins are low or non-existent, the prices you charge likely play a role in this. If your current pricing doesn't include the cost of running your business, then naturally you won't see any profit left over, even if you have a high volume or quantity of sales coming through your business. You may not want to increase your prices, that might feel uncomfortable for you, but it's probably necessary. The money you're making has to allow the business to thrive and not just survive, and that means earning more than you're spending. Revisit the total estimated cost of expanding your business that we calculated on your prioritized expense list. That number needs to come from somewhere, and it might take you adjusting your prices to support your business growth. Friend, It is irresponsible of you to know the impact that your business has on the lives of your clients and not plan to be able to continue to support them in the future. I know it's a hard truth, but it's the truth. You have to make the hard calls and this might be one of them. When you use all three of these strategies together, you'll notice that your profit margins start to increase over time and you'll be well on your way towards running a business that's revenue rich and profit rich. Let's do a quick recap of our conversation. We first talked about how crucial it is to have profit margins, which allow your business to thrive and not just survive. And we also talked about the fact that even if your business is revenue rich, it can still be profit poor. If you happen to find yourself in that situation, there are three simple strategies you can start on today to start changing that. Strategy number one was to predict and prioritize, allowing you to prepare for the cost of growing your business in advance. 
Strategy number two was to track your expenses. The better you understand where your money is going now, the easier it is for you to make some temporary adjustments to get those profit margins up. And strategy number three was to adjust your pricing. Your pricing has to be inclusive of the cost of running your business so that you can continue to serve your clients years down the road. All three of these strategies and the worksheet can be found in the link in the show notes and also at rjconnell.ca forward slash three, where you're going to find all of the instructions as well as the template for the prioritized expense list. Friend, I am confident that where you are today is not where you'll be tomorrow. I know you're an action taker. I know how passionate you are about the work you do. And I know you're going to use this worksheet to start making immediate changes in your business for the better. And for that, I am so proud of you and so excited for you. As usual, I want you to join the conversation on our Instagram page at RJ Connell Consulting and let me know what resonated with you the most from today's conversation. In our conversation next week, we're going to talk all about an extremely important strategy that every service-based business needs. Without it, you'll probably end up feeling overworked and underpaid. So if that's how you're feeling right now, you're not going to want to miss next week's conversation. I'll see you same time and same place next week, friend. Bye for now.